Emily's explanation for everything. Welcome to Emily's explanation for everything. Hi guys, sorry I've been putting off the ep- off the episodes. Um, it's we've had like the cold at our house, and it's just it's been slipping my mind and everything. And I just want to get, and I'm doing, and I'm probably going to do one um, every month. And today, I'm just going to read from a book because I don't have anything planned for this episode. I don't have any anything right in front of me except the book on my desk. Um, so I'm just going to read from this book. It's Who Was Roberto Clemente. Oh, man. I can't think. Okay, let's just say that's his name. And since it's Black History Month, I thought it would be cool to do, to read, we'll do a episode on, um, a black person basically, a black person person who changed history, and he's not just like black, but he's also a Latin American. So if you're familiar with the Who Was series, this is what this book is from. And on the back it says, Who was Roberto Clement? A boy from Puerto Rico who loved baseball, an all-star MPV, and a 12-time Golden Glove winner, the first Latin American inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame, or all of the above, and then, like, all of the above checked off. I think that's cool, so... Let's see how many chapters are in it, because I actually have, I actually have not read this before. Okay, so, introduction, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven chapters. I'm just going to do, like, five or six chapters, probably five, because... Yeah, and then in the next episode, which will be, like, Saturday. Oh, and if you can't tell, I have a cold, so maybe I'll stay in for I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Who was Roberto Clemens? On a sunny autumn day in Puerto Rico in 1952, Robert Clement, Robert, Roberto Clements arrived at a ball field where he beat up baseball pants. But 18-year-old was carrying his old gloves and wore a cap with a long bill. The field was mostly dirt. The baseballs there were used and scuffed. What does that mean? But that didn't matter to the 70 or so young players who had showed up that day. All of them had the same goal, to be discovered by a scout from a major league baseball team. That year, 16 teams based in the United States made up the majors. Made up the majors. Eight each in America and in the American and National Leagues. For young ball players like Roberto, making the majors would be a dream come true. Over the next few hours, Roberto did his best to realize that dream. Yeah. 
He fired long, perfect throws from the outfield. He whizzed around the, the bases faster than any other player there. He ran a 60-yard dash in 6.4 seconds, coming very close to the world record at the time, 6.1 seconds. So I guess he could, like, break the record or something. <coughs> and he hit line drive, line, line drive after line drive. After watching Roberto's performance, it was clear to the scouts that he had the skills to one day make the major leagues. One scout from from the Brooklyn Dodgers, 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 uh, said Roberto was the greatest natural athlete I have ever seen. A year later, his major league dream came true. He signed with the Brooklyn Dodgers and went on to <coughs> have one of the most to have one of baseball's most remarkable careers. He worked hard to make the dream of thousands of other people come true. So I'm actually just gonna read one chapter, and I'll do that for like episodes, different episodes, or maybe I'll just pick one. Yeah, whatever. In a town called Carolina. Ooh, there's a town called Carolina. That's cool. Oh, in Puerto Rico. On the northeast corner of the island of Puerto Rico, Roberto Clements Walker was born on August 18, 1934. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry. As you know, I'm sick, so... Like many people from the island, he took the last names of both his mother and father. Throughout his life, Roberto was known. Wait, throughout his life, however, Roberto was known by his father's last name, Clement. I think that's how you say it. His parents, Mel, Melker, and Luisa had five children. Um, Roberto was the youngest. Sadly, his... Oh, man. Sadly, his older sister, Anaris, died when Roberto was very young. She was burned in a kitchen accident and never recovered from her injuries. Huh. Interesting. But Roberto still had... Still had three older brothers. He also had a stepbrother and stepsister, Luisa's children from her first marriage. Whoa. That's a lot of people. Wait, so three. So that means he had. Wait, I'm. Yeah. With the family that big, they were always someone to. There was always someone to play with and what they played was baseball. I loved baseball more than anything, Roberto said later in life. We played all day and wouldn't care if we missed lunch. We play we played until it was too dark to see. Roberto earned a lifelong family nickname in these years. He did not like to be rushed and often said momento momento which means 
just a moment. His friends and family uh, came to call him Moment. Moment and his friends and brothers played baseball after school and on the weekends. They did not have formal teams and made up their own rules. They made their own gear. Roberto formed baseballs by wrapping old socks or rags very tightly with string and then sewing a piece of cloth over the socks. The boys carved baseball bats from the branches of gula trees. I don't know what those are. They sometimes hit crushed tin. Sorry, my mom has must have called someone. Her phone and I are connected. Okay. The boys carved um base baseball bats from the branches of gula trees. They sometimes hit crushed tin cans. For gloves, they sewed together old coffee sacks. Hmm. Oh, Puerto Rico is part of the USA. Hmm. That's cool. Louisa Walker loved her son, but she worried that he was focusing too much on baseball. There were times he was so much in love with baseball that he didn't even care for food, she said. In fact, she once tried tried to burn his bat, but Roberto rescued it from the flames. All this point soon helped Roberto become one of the best young baseball players in Carolina. In a scrapbook of memories, he wrote about a seven-and-a-half-hour game in which he hit ten home runs. Wait, why would a game be seven-and-a-half hours? Wow. He was growing up strong and fast and could throw a baseball harder and faster than anyone else around. He watched, he watched a lot of baseball, too. To get to a game, his father gave him 25 cents. A game ticket was 15 cents, and and the round-trip bus fare was a dime. Okay. In the winter, the weather in Puerto Rico was so nice. Sorry. Who is it? Indiana. Go away, please. Sorry. Ariana? No. I'll finish after a little. Sorry about that again. <sighs> Turns out we, we were just we were just choosing what to eat for lunch. Now I just gotta find my place. Okay. It was a way for them to stay in shape during their off season. Wait, no. Top. That's now where I left off. Sorry. <coughs> <coughs> Top players from the United States often came down to play in Puerto Rico's own professional league. It was a way for them to stay in shape during their off-season. Roberto watched those teams, including his favorite team, the San... How do you say this? June Sinertos. Just tell me if if that's wrong. The Sinertos played in the island's capital, San Juan. Ah, 
not far from Carolina. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. Along with baseball, family was the most important thing in the uh, in young Roberto's life. His family spent most evenings together telling stories or listening to the radio. His brother Justino remembered that that they were the first family they knew with a radio. The Clements were not poor, but they were far from rich. His uh, his oh I thought it's another his father Mel Icor looks like anger but with a Mel instead of an A worked in a sugar factory and his mother Luisa did laundry for neighbors. Roberto and his brother sometimes earned money by bringing water to the men working in the sugar sugarcane fields fields. And Luisa ran a small market in front of their house to bring in a bit more money. Roberto came known as a boy who was always willing to help. When he was 11, Roberto went to a school that had no fence around it. He wanted to protect his school and the students. So Roberto rallied friends and neighbors to raise money to build the fence. When he was 12, Roberto helped pull an injured person from a fiery car accident. He had to run across a highway to reach the crash. Was he? It doesn't say that he was hurt. Yeah. Okay. When he was 14, Roberto was spotted by Roberto Marin. Uh, I think I'm saying that right who ran a softball team for a local rice com- company. What? Most of the team team play most of the team's players were older. They were men with jobs who paid who played the game after work and on weekends. Marina believed Roberto could play with them. In nineteen forty eight when Roberto joined the Cello Rojo Rice Factory team. He took his first big step in his baseball future. Okay, and that's chapter one. So, tomorrow I'm going to read chapter two. Promise I will. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye!